Good morning. We are um, at the last two lines on 18a, Yudchet Amr Aleph. Um, we are talking about how um, the righteous, when um, when they are no longer living, they are still considered living, and the wicked are considered dead even while alive. So now we're going to show that the righteous are considered living even once they pass away. Last two lines. First word on the second to last line. Shenemar, as it says, Uvinayahu ben Yehoyada ben Ishchai. Binayahu, the son of Yehoyada, the son of a living man. Rav pe'alim mekavtzeel accomplished a lot. He was from Kavtzeel. Huhika shnei Ariel Moav. He um, he um, he smote the uh, two commanders of Moav of Moav. Uh, and he went down and he also uh, smote a lion in a pit on a snowy day. All right, we are at our next page, 18b. So we're now going to um, <coughs> we're now going to um, analyze this verse. Ben Ishchai. So Ben Yahu is called the son of a living man. Does this mean that the rest that everybody else is considered the sons of dead men? What does that mean that he's the son of a living man? Ela ben Ishchai, rather, what does this mean? Shafil ben Misasau Karochai. He's the son of a living man in insofar as that even when his father died, he is still considered alive, so he will always be the son of a living man, even though his father had passed away. Because Yehoyada was a righteous man. Now we're going to continue analyzing this verse. Rav Pe'olim He said he was a man of a lot of accomplishments, and he was from Kavtzeel. What is Kavtzeel? Shariba v'kibetz po'alim Torah That he increased and he brought together many accomplishments for the Torah. Next part of the verse, v'hui ka'ashnei Ariel Moav. He smote the two commanders of Moav, shlohi niach kemoso. He did not leave anyone like him. There was no one like him. Lo v'mikdos rishon v'lo not in the first temple and not in the second temple. Ariel that word that is literally translated as commanders is also a reference to the temples. And we're saying that he was so righteous that there was no one like him, uh, in neither the first or the second temple. Next part of the verse, He went down and he smote a lion. <coughs> Sorry. He smote a lion inside of a pit on a snowy day. What does this mean, smiting a lion and a pit on a snowy day? Some say that what he did was, is he broke through ice, the nachas v'taval, and went through that, into that hole that he broke through, and went and immersed himself in a mikvah that had been covered in ice. He broke through the ice and went to the mikvah and uh, immersed himself, ritually immersed himself. And some say, the tana sifra deveirav biyoma de sivsa, some some say that he taught the Sifra de Veirav on a fall or wintry day. So um, that would be the other explanation of what's going on. Um, the Sifra de Veirav is a reference to a, an important Midrash. Okay. So now we're going to go back to discussing the verse that we had first talked about, about how the, how the living know that they'll die, um, but the dead know nothing. So now we're going to analyze that again. The dead do not know anything. This is a reference to the wicked who in during their lifetime are considered dead. And we have a verse to prove this. 
and you, wicked corpse, prince of Israel. So we see that even though uh, this person was alive and was the prince of Israel, um, this is Tzidkiyahu, King Tzidkiyahu, he's referred to a corpse already because of his wickedness. Now, it's, I just want to point out that it's interesting that the verse is referring to him as someone wicked because he actually wasn't wicked, but that's for a different, that's a, a different part of the story, why, why he would be considered, why he's called wicked. If you want, I have another place. If you want, I can say from here is a proof that the wicked, when they are dead, uh, when they are alive, are considered dead. The verse says, The verse says that either through two or three witnesses, um, you will kill the dead. I mean, this is a reference to capital crimes. You need to have two or three witnesses. You need to have two witnesses to tell you that um, to to uh, to testify against this person. And we see that this person, even though he's really still alive, is is called dead in this verse. To teach you that somebody that upon who you're testifying that he was um, that he engaged in a capital crime, so obviously that's a wicked person, and we're calling him dead even though he's still alive. <clears throat> so the Gemara is going to explain. Chayu is this person? <clears throat> isn't he alive? So why are we calling him dead? Ella Rather, rather, we're calling him dead from the very beginning, and that's a reference to the fact that he is wicked and therefore is considered dead. Okay. All right, we are at the first wide line, or middle-sized line, um, at the colon there. We're going to talk about the dead knowing about things in this world. The children of Rabbi Chia, the sons of Rabbi Chia, went out to the village. Um, so basically they went on a vacation and they were gone and they, they were gone for so long and they hadn't done much learning. So they forgot all of their learning. And they really, they, they, they really pained themselves to try to remember their learning. So one said to his fellow, um, does our father, Rabbi Chia, does he know about the pain that we are going through? So he and the other one answered him, "Mino yada." How could he know? From where would he know? Doesn't the verse say, "Yichbedu Doesn't the verse say that the, his children will be honored? Their children will be honored, but they will not know because they're dead. So we see that the dead people don't know what's going on in the in the uh, world of the living. So the other said to him, "Velo yada." Does he not know? But doesn't the verse say? Now we're going to show the exact opposite. Doesn't the verse say, um, <clears throat> Behold, his flesh is painful upon him, and it is, uh, his soul will uh, mourn for him. And Rabbi Yitzchak, and Rabbi Yitzchak explains this verse to mean, We say that uh, the worms are so painful to the dead, like a needle in the flesh of a living person. So we see that the dead person um, the, it knows about the worms that are inf that infest the body of his or her corpse. So we see that um, we see that a dead person does know what's going on in this world. So now we seem to also though have a contradiction between two verses. Do the dead know what's going on or not? So Amri, so they answered, did who yadi, the dead know of their own suffering. The suffering of their own bodies, but they do not know of the suffering of others. Okay. Velo, 
But now, is that really true that they dead do not know about what's going on in the world? The Hatanya, but didn't we learn in a Brisa? There is a case with a chassid, with a pious person. He gave a dinar, some sort of currency, to a poor person on the eve of Rosh Hashanah um, during a time of famine. And his wife bothered him about it. How could you give away our money? Um, how, how could you give away our money? We don't have enough. So he went, he was kicked out of his home, and he went, and he um, he spent the night in the cemetery. And he heard two spirits speaking to each other. One said to her friend, My friend, come with me. Let's go to the world, to the world of the living. And let's listen from behind the curtain. Meaning, let's go find out what's going on in the world. Let's specifically go find out what punishments are going to come to the world. Her friend answered, the other spirit answered, I'm not able to come with you. I can't come with you because I was buried on a mat of reeds. I'm, I'm sorry, uh, I, I was buried um, <clears throat> in a mat of reeds, meaning... My, my burial gown was made from reeds. I'm embarrassed. My parents were very poor. I'm too embarrassed to come out in the way I was, uh, in the way I was buried. El rather you go by yourself. What you hear, just let me know. So her friend went. She went roaming and she came back. She said to her friend, My friend, So she, the spirit that stayed back said, What did you hear? Amrallah, she said to him, she said to her, Shamati Rishona, Barad Oso. I heard that anybody that plants in the first rain <clears throat> um, will um, uh, their their crops will be pelted with hail and will not survive. Halachu. So this is what now. So now going back to the beginning of the story, there's a pious man that's re- spending time in the cemetery, hearing all this. So he goes back home now. And instead of planting in the first rain, which is when everyone else plants, he plants in the second rain during the second rain. The entire world's um, produce was um, was destroyed. Whereas his was not. Whereas his was not destroyed. So now he got into a routine. Now he wants to go back to the cemetery the next year. So the next year he goes. He goes and he sleeps in the cemetery. And he hears the same two spirits speaking to each other. Same conversation. One says to her friend, Let's go roaming in the world. Let's listen behind the curtain. What type of punishment is going to come to the world? Amrallah, her friend said to her, Chaverti, my friend, Lo lach, didn't I tell you? Shalkanim, that I am not able to come with you because I was buried in a mat of reeds. Ella lechiat, rather go yourself, shomat, and that which you hear, Bo Imrili, come back and tell me. uva, so the one spirit went and roamed and came back for Amrallah Chaverta. And the spirit that stayed behind, she said to her friend, Chaverti, my friend, Ma shamat ha pargud. 
What did you hear from behind the curtain? Amrullah, she said, Shamati, I heard, Shekol Hazorea Berevia Shaniya, anybody that plants during the second rain, Shidafon Malke Oso, a dry wind will destroy the crops. Halach Vazara Berevia Rishona, so the man went and planted in there in the first rain. Shalkol Olam Kulo Nishdaf, and what ended up happening was is the entire world's crops were ruined by this wind, whereas his were not ruined. So his wife, now starting to get curious, how is it that two years in a row, um, he was uh, <clears throat> he was successful when no one else was. Why was it that last year, the entire world's crops were destroyed and yours weren't? And now, the entire world was ruined with that wind. And yours did not get ruined. What happened? So he shared with his wife all of the things that had transpired. Amru. So they said that lo hayu yamimuatim that it wasn't more than a few days. At shenafla kitata bein ishto shel osa chasid uvein ima shel osa riva until there befell a quarrel between the wife of the pious man and between the mother of the young lady's spirit who um who had to stay back because she was embarrassed. Amrola and the wife of the pious man said to the mother, lechiv areich bitech, come. I'm going to show you your daughter, Shehikavura b'machatzel shalkanim, who was buried in a in a mat of reeds, meaning he, she was trying to embarrass this mother. Bashana ha'acheres. So the next year, halach v'lon mevesakvaros. The pious man went back to sleep in the cemetery to hear the conversation. V'shama osa and ruchoshim b'saprezolim zon. This time he heard the same spirit speaking to one another. Amrlan she one said to the other. She said to her, Chaveriti b'olivin ashu b'olam. Come, let's go roaming in the world. And let's listen behind the curtain. What punishment is going to come to the world? Amrullah, and this time her friend answered her. She said, my friend, let me be. The words that us two spoke just between ourselves, have been heard amongst the living. <clears throat> so what do we see? Alma Yadi. So... Um, it's uh, that's the end of the story. But what we do see, Alma, therefore we see, Yadi, of the dead know what's going on in the world. So he answered, Perhaps what happened here was that another person died and went and told them, told the spirits what was going to happen. And that's how they knew about it. So they don't know about it firsthand. They don't get to find out like that. But if someone dies... Um, they can share the message with the other people that have already died. Okay, more about uh, the dead knowing about what's going on in the world. Tashma, come in here. Ziiri have a mafkid zuzei gabe ush bezichte. Ziiri, he used to keep money um, with his uh, landlady. Um, now, before he returned from the academy, she died. So now he needs to find his money. So he followed her to the courtyard of death, okay, which is a cemetery. So he went to the cemetery, Omar Allah, and spoke to 
you know, went to her went to her grave and started talking. And he said to her, Zuzi Hecha, where is my money? Amrale, and she answered him, Zil Shaklino Didasha Baduch Palan. She said, Go and take it from under the door in a certain place. And please tell my mother to Shadarli the de Please tell my mother to send me my comb and my makeup. With a specific person who is going to be coming here tomorrow, i.e., is going to be dying tomorrow. Alma Yadis, what do we see? We see that um, we see very clearly that the dead do know what is going on in this world. So he answered, Dilma Duma Kadim Machizahu. So he's saying, no, maybe that's different. The fact that this young lady the fact that this woman knew about somebody gonna be dying, um, perhaps that's just because Duma, you know, perhaps the angel of death, Duma is a reference to an angel. Um, um, the way Rashi explains it is that it's the angel that is kind of appointed over the souls. Um, so perhaps it was the angel Duma that came to tell the dead what was that there was going they were going to be having another person tomorrow, but that they don't they don't can't know firsthand what is going on in this world. So now we're going to talk more about this Tashma. Let's hear another proof. Come and learn. Shmuel's father um, was given um, orphans' money to watch. He, to, to be responsible for when he died Shmuel was not with him so no one really knew now where the orphan's money was and people started to call Shmuel the son of the person that ate the money they ate the stuff of the orphans so Shmuel went to the cemetery and he said but Ina Abba, I need my father. So I guess he was speaking to, I guess there were, as we saw in the last story, there were spirits in the cemetery, and Shmuel was asking the spirits, please tell my father I'm here to speak to him. Amrulay, they said to him, Abba Tuva Ikahacha, there are many fathers here. Amrulahu, so Shmuel answered, But Ina Abba Bar Abba, I need Abba, the son of Abba. Okay, so now, so I've been translating Abba's father, but it happens to be Shmuel's father's name was Abba. So they said there's many Abbas in this, um, in the, you know, in the world of the dead. So now Shmuel said, it's, it's, I'm asking specifically for Abba, the son of Abba. Amrule, they said to him, I'm sorry, yeah, Amrule, they said to him, Abba bar Abba nami tuva ikahacha. There are many Abbas, the son of Abbas here. So you have to be more specific. Amrulehu, so Shmuel said to them, but you know, Abba bar Abba abu the Shmuel. I need Abba, the son of Abba, the father of Shmuel. Hecha, where is he? Amrle they said to him, Salakum is sifted He went up to the heavenly academy. At that point, Shmuel saw Levi sitting outside. Amrle, so Shmuel, so uh, Levi was a recently deceased friend of Shmuel's, and he saw that he was sitting outside. Um, so Amrle, so Shmuel said to him, Why are you sitting outside? My time alay select. Why weren't you given the opportunity to go up to the heavenly academy? Amrle Salevi said to Amri Lee, They told me, Kolki Hanoch Shani de los Salikas in the Sift to the Rebbe office. So basically, the, uh, the guard at the heavenly academy told me that for all the years that you did not go to the academy of Rebbe office, 
and by not going, you caused Rebbe Afis distress. So for that many years, we also will not allow you into the Heavenly Academy. By that point in time, Shmuel's father came. And Shmuel saw that his father was both crying and laughing. So Shmuel said to him, My time Why are you crying? So um, his father said to him, The reason I'm crying is because you will be coming here soon. My time So Shmuel said, Then why are you laughing? Um, if I'm going to be dying soon. So he answered, so his father said, because you were considered very important in this world. So Shmuel said to him, If I am considered so important in this world, in this in the in the in this in this um, world of souls, then let me use my power, let me use my importance, and please let's let's get Levi inside the heavenly academy. By Levi. So they allowed Levi in. Amarlei Shmuel then said to his father, Zuzi di Asmi Hecha, where is the money of the orphans? Amarlei, so his father answered, Zil Shaklunhu Ba'amso Derechaya. So he answered, Go and take it from the stone from the stone in the mill. Eli Vitasidan. So Eli Vitasaididan. So the money that is on top and on the bottom is ours. Umitsiai di Yasme, and the middle money is the belongs to the orphans. Amr Lesha Shmuel said, My time Avadadhachi, why did you do like that? Why was the money put in this way? Amr so he answered, Mikan So I did it like this because if the robbers are gonna steal, they'll steal ours. Because um and e achla ara achla mididan and if the the reason that they'll steal ours obviously is because our money is on the top so they'll be the first that'll be the first stolen, and if the land if the ground does a job on the money meaning wears it out rots it whatever the idea is, it will be ours that will rot first meaning I wanted to make sure that the orphans' money was pro- as protected as possible. Alma diyadi. So what do we see here? What we see here is, um. <clears throat> what we see here is that Shmuel's father knew that Shmuel was going to be dying soon. So we see that Shmuel's father, who is dead, knows about the affairs of this world. So we answer, Dilma Shani Shmuel, no, perhaps Shmuel is different. We say maybe this was different, maybe because Shmuel was such a significant person, the angels came up. Um, before he died, and said, "Make room for Shmuel." Maybe that's what was going on here. Okay, let's uh, let's stop here. So, what we basically went through today was this many discussions and many proofs, both ways, um, as to whether the dead know about the affairs of this world. Have a wonderful day.